All right, good morning and welcome. We are just kicking off a brand new week. It is now top of the hour. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being on the call with us live because you leaders always show up. They show up early. And uh, unless you have to be at work, you want to be on this call, hearing it first here. So then you can promote the call all day long, all week long. Say, you should have been there. You should have been there. You missed it. Log in, check it out, right? Podcast or the recording. All right. Now, we're going to talk about how to finish this year strong. And I have with me two diamond director, Louis Smith. Louis Smith, will you please join me? Louis is on the road. This guy has been going nonstop. He always inspires me because he is uh, all about living a life of impact. That means he never slows down. He's always serving, serving, serving. We are on the diamond trip. And uh, you know what he was doing? He was thinking about his team on the diamond vacation. Really, thanks for being with me. Hey, Josh, it's wonderful to be here. Yes, and we had a great vacation together. Wasn't that absolutely awesome? Oh, it was amazing. And then you, and you got that huge fish, um, and you fed us all. I mean, it was an all-inclusive, all-you-can-eat. It wasn't as if we had to have it. But, boy, that barracuda you caught, man, that was, that was my favorite meal of the whole time. I, what the, I don't know what you thought, but I thought it was the best. Seriously. It was absolutely awesome. I really enjoyed that kind of sushi they made with it, whatever it's called. But anyway, you know, I want to start off, Josh, by uh, sharing about how that fishing trip over here is how you should build the business. You know, a lot of people build this business in jerks. You know, they build it and then they slow down, they build and they slow down. But, you know, when you're fishing out there, the minute you get that nibble on the end of the line, you want to concentrate. You want to make sure that the line stays tight because if it goes uh, slack, the hook can come out the fish's mouth. And so you want to reel it in nice and gently. And so we're going to vacation right now. And you want to realize something that if you don't consistently do your business, if you don't consistently uh, do the right things, building the business out there, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get bad at it. And anything in life consistently actually and repetition improves your ability to uh, to master that business, to master that technique. And so so when you get that fish on the line, you have to, you have to concentrate, you have to keep it tight, you have to uh, keep reading it in. And this is what you want to do over the vacation season out there. When you're out there with people all the time, you need to understand something. This is a real opportunity. As a matter of fact, we sponsored so many people over Christmas with this. This business is about starting relationships. It's about building friendships. It's about uh, loving on people. Uh, the biggest problem we have in this business out there, we go out there with family and we know what they should be doing, and they're messing up their lives because they're not doing it. So we want to uh, maybe vomit over them, if that's what you want to call it, for being such morons or being crazy people for not doing the right things. And we have to love them into the fold. We, we mustn't beat them up. Uh, for what they're doing. We have to set the example, be their friend, and guide them into the fold. You know, I always tell people, uh, it's like, for example, we used to have a, a Rottweiler at home, and uh, and we also had a bull master, and these dogs slobber a lot. I don't even know that the spit drools out the mouth. And we come into the house, and washing our hands, we've got the short pants on, it's hot Africa. These dogs are so excited to see us, they start licking us on the ankles all the way up, you know, and the slob and the drools going everywhere, and it's absolutely disgusting. And this is what we do to a lot of our people, you know, we just slobber and drool over them, and we... We really uh, 
uh, make them uh, nearly repelled against the business. We've got the best products, the best opportunities, the best plan, and we mustn't slobber the people out of the business. We need to love them into the business. And this is a time when you want to get out there and just start conversations. And I want to give you, I was at a restaurant uh, the other day in, in Las Vegas, and this was a really incredible server. I tell you what, he went out of his way to serve us. You know, I shouldn't say this. We're on a health call right now. And I felt like a cookie uh, uh, with, my, with my tea. And so he said, they don't sell cookies. He said, but guess what? I've got one I bought for myself, you know, whatever. And he went and fetched it and he gave it to me, you know, and he warmed up and all that kind of stuff. So he went out of his way. So I said to him, I said, they must pay you a fortune to work here. And he, he, did, he was very graceful. He said, uh, you know, the, the, the company really looks after me well. And then he, then he said to me later on, he said, you know, that if you've got an idea, you can tell me about it. Uh, so we swapped phone numbers. And by the time I got back to my hotel room, he had already left a message on the phone saying he wants to find out more. So all it is, this whole business is about conversation. So where does that start? Gosh, it starts with 100% belief in your products. If you don't believe in your products, uh, then, then you can't be excited about the, about the opportunity. So it starts with belief in your product. And how does the belief in the product start? It starts by using every single product that you've got. You can't talk about a product you've never used. You know, uh, if you've got, let's say, uh, the children's nutrition, you say, I'm adult, I don't have children, you know. Hey, use them anyway, and you'll see. We use all the children's. I love to suck the Vita squares in the Vita garden. Uh, I love to, uh, you know, uh, suck the chewable sea and all that kind of stuff. So we use every single product that the company has because the product, look, of course, I don't use feminine herb. My wife doesn't use masculine herb. But it's really important to understand to use every single product that's possible to use because the more you use it, the more faith you get in the company, the more faith you get in, in the products. You know, I was never a skin cream person. You know, I, I didn't think men used skin cream, you know. I was a male a farmer back in Africa, and then I discovered that so many men get skin skin cancer because of neglect of their skin, and so I started using skin cream. So uh, use every night. You, if you use a product, you believe in that, you get excited about them, you can shout them to the world. You need to believe in the opportunity. Now, how do you believe in this opportunity? You see, unless you are proving it works, too many people join this opportunity and they play with it. They, they treat it like a hobby. Let me tell you about a hobby. A hobby, you'll earn hobby income. Any business, you have to treat like a business. I always uh, want to pull my hair out. These people come to me and say, my business is not growing. I say, show me, my, show me your planner. Hey, well, I, I haven't done anything for the last six months. Well, how the heck can your business grow if you aren't doing anything? You actually have to do something. You have to get off your butt. Uh, get up your rusty dusty and go and do something for yourself. This is a business. You know how much would your, bo your boss pay you if you if you weren't arriving at work? So anyway, so you need to believe in the opportunity. You need to believe in the product. You need to believe in the plan. How many times have you shown the plan? Can you show the plan? One of the one of the skills you have to master in this industry is show the plan. And if you're not showing the plan, you know every time I draw out that plan, I get excited. You find so many folks, and they find so many, and they find so many. Now. You, yeah, now your volume turnover is this. If they use 100 points, and you're going to earn so much commission. I go, wow, this is incredible. This thing gets me pumped up, man. I tell you, I, you know what? Any person who says, you know, somebody comes from a long place, all miserable, depressed, I know they're not showing the plan. You show the plan, you fire yourself up. You show the plan 10 times, you'll be like, wow, this is unbelievable. Who created such an incredible marketing plan? 
So you want to, and then you want to understand the industry. This industry is such an incredible industry. So it's an industry based on do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. It's an industry based on loving and serving and caring and wanting the others to succeed and uplifting people and encouraging and being a friend. And it's an industry based really on biblical principles. And that's what I so love about this industry. So now you, you believe in the company, you believe in the products, you believe in the plan, uh, you believe in the opportunity. Guess what? You, you can't not tell people about it. You can't. You've seen, you see somebody who's got a health issue and you've seen others recover from it. You have to start the conversation. And this is how I would suggest you start the conversation. Remember, the other person, uh, always use third party because a prophet is not accepting their own home. So if I'm on vacation now and I meet somebody, let's say in South Africa, and they've got arthritis, I'm going to say to them, hey, could I send you a video or a link of somebody who had the same challenge and beat the challenge? So um, I always trying to use third party. Even me, in my situation, somebody the other day phoned me and said, hey, Louis, I heard you had cancer. And so I told them a bit of a story, but then I said, hey, can I send you a story about somebody else? So it's so important to use third party, no matter who you are, what you know, because then you're taking uh, yourself out of the situation in a, in a situation like this. So uh, I wanted you to say, you're going on vacation now, you're going to be surrounded by people. This is your absolute chance in a lifetime uh, to, to meet with people. You know, I give you an idea. Uh, when you're with people, you use every opportunity you can. I was speaking to a man this morning. His name is Justin. Remember him? I met him as I was leaving um, that Diamond Resort, right? Him and his wife, right? So um, I was chatting to him this morning. And uh, so, so what actually happened here? I was walking back from fishing a few, uh, a few days, a day or two before we left the resort. And... I see the shop young man. I said, I need to get his name. He looks like such a wonderful man and love to bless him. And he tells me within the first, first few sentences, he's on honeymoon. He just got married. I said, I don't want to interfere with your time. Carry on with your vacation. And then as you're leaving, this is the second time I saw him. And um, so, so then I, I can see by his board and that, that he's a bodybuilder and he takes protein. So I dropped some ideas about that kind of stuff. And so... Uh, so what am I saying over here is it's just starting a conversation. And what did I say to him? I said, have you ever been taught to learn how to read a protein shape? And that was really my conversational starter with him. And from there it went on, his wife's interest in nutrition. So all I'm saying is you don't want to tell people too much when you approach them on this vacation. You're on vacation, you're having Christmas dinner, you're having family time together. You just want to drop little nuggets and then say, can I send you information? That, that's, what, that's how I would do it going to the situation over here. Unless you're with the people for a long period. But even then, like if I'm going to approach somebody on an airplane, uh, I don't get on the plane and tell them about me a lot as I get on. What I do, the last five minutes on the plane, I say, hey, it's been so great chatting to you. Uh, you know, uh, I really enjoyed it. And that's when I uh, ask them what they do and all this kind of stuff and then drop the, drop the idea of what I do and switch, because if they start asking all kinds of questions and you're sitting on the seat next to them, you know, you can't then say, well, I'm going to send your links and all that kind of stuff because you're really the man or the lady with the answers. So uh, those are the kind of things I wanted to say about you going to the vacation period now. You've got an absolute dream time, a dream opportunity to meet with people and to start these conversations and all this business is, is conversations. 
You know, Louie, it was fun to get to watch the the professional at work because I, uh, I came out that morning to say goodbye to you. We were leaving a little bit, a few hours later, and uh, watching you was uh, just incredible. First of all, just to see that you had the boldness um, and the awareness of your surroundings, you know, which just reminded me, number one, don't get caught up in you. Be outward focused because it's so, it is so easy, I think, for all of us to just be, you know, how am I feeling? How am I looking? It's not my day. But, um, you know, you had a, a big retreat coming up that weekend. I mean, literally the next day. So your mind was on lots of stuff. So, I mean, I, you know, I see, I know the tendency of just human beings to kind of like make excuses. Well, this is not my season, so I won't say anything. I got a whole bunch going on this week. You know, no. Like you were, you were coming back from fishing on your vacation, and yet you reached out to him. And then I saw you as we were standing there. That's when I saw you at work um, when you asked him, as you said, and you greeted him. Hey, how are you? How's your day been? And then do um, you know how to read a label, what to look for in a protein label? And, you know, he said, well, no, I don't. And then he, I saw him just, you were so wise in how you asked the question. And then all of a sudden it put you in an opportunity to be able to pass on a few nuggets. And boy, didn't he just beam. I mean, he got, and then she leaned in. It was like, now what is, what is that? I need to know more. Um, in yeah. fact, um, I ran into them as we were having breakfast right after that. And they were just, that, that man was amazing. <laughs> they had already, they had already gone and Googled and looked you up and was checking you all out. Really? Yes. Yes. So uh, that was fun. Thanks for teaching Chelsea and I. So I must tell you, when I, when I arrived in America, there was a, an email from them asking me more questions. And I said, my, my text back, sorry, a text, my text back was, hey, enjoy your honeymoon. I don't want to interrupt you. Just enjoy yourself. We chat when you get back to, to North Carolina. Well, he arrived in North Carolina. He says, the plane's just touched down. We finished honeymoon. I'm home right now. We have touched down five minutes ago. He says, uh, now you can send me information. So it's so, so exciting. You know, they kept me wanting questions, but I refused to give them information. because of, Anyway, so yeah. So, so that's, that's what you mean. So, so that's what you mean by not drooling on people. Um, you know, I just want to make sure, I just want to pause for a minute. I mean, that's a great tip he just shared with you right there. He was bold to start the conversation, but then when they wanted more information, he said, Let's, I'll get back with you after your honeymoon. And that was your way of not being overdoing it to where all of a sudden you pushed them away. That was beautiful, Louie. Thanks for sharing that story with and, us. Yeah, and, and something else, you know, never look we, we, what situation you're in. You know, as Josh said, we had this function coming up. We actually were flying home to arrive, and there were already people at the event before we left Cancun. Uh, isn't that actually incredible? So that was the first thing. And the second thing is our, our, our transport was running late. Remember that? And so yes. we were anxiety. Are we going to make the plane on time? When's the transport coming? But if you, if you see somebody shop, you just take it all out your brain, clear your brain up, and say, focus totally on them. Very important. Um, wow, that's a good point. That transit, they took forever to get there. I mean, I was stressing um, as well. That's a great point. And yet you still kept your eye on what mattered, those people, and you really lit up their day and changed their life. I believe you changed their life um, for, forever. So, 
Um, wow, that is so good. So anything more on the holidays before we move on to the next topic? Anything else on that? Well, I just want to say that we had such an incredible dining holiday. Josh and Cesar and Josephine, the company just spoiled us. Absolutely incredible. We had such fun. The food was awesome. Wasn't the food just absolutely awesome? And the entertainment. Yeah, and having basically nearly every meal outside overlooking the ocean, or, you know, overlooking the beach. And what a beautiful place. And we swam there for hours. There's a lot of grounding. Josh, we did a lot of grounding. That was absolutely, <laughs> absolutely great fun there. And the next thing over there that I really loved, I really enjoyed the fishing. That was absolutely beautiful. You know, going out deep sea fishing as the sun's coming up and be hooking to those fish, were, you, know, uh, you know, so it was absolutely great. Well, and, you know, it, it, it's hard to imagine if you weren't there, isn't it? Because World Team Vacation was, I mean, that blew everybody's minds. I mean, that was incredible, beautiful, all-inclusive, you know, like um, resort with pools and everything and just oh, on the, right there on the beach and sparkling water, amazing. But this was like a whole nother level because, y'all, I just want you all to know, and you hear Louis saying that, we are going to, the company is going to take care of you. As you go out there and you do what Louis talking about and you're bold and you're having conversations and you're changing lives, we want to make sure that you go to World Team Vacation, you have a blast with your team, but then we take you away to a whole other level just when you think it can't get better and really let you unwind and prepare for that next season. So it was a whole other level, huh? It was absolutely incredible, beautiful. You know, they treated you like king. Small resort that wow. It looked, you know, lots of rooms, but a small resort because the, every room was a suite and it was just absolutely incredible. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, let's talk about ownership. Um, can we can we go a little deeper into that? Because I, I think sometimes um, people really forget that they are the CEO, that they are the owner, and they're looking at outward things. Well, if this, if that, um, and you just always fire me up and everyone else as you talk about taking ownership. Can we can we dive into that? And then um, moving into the creative stage from there. You know, Josh, uh, one thing when I, fortunately when I joined this business, I, I was an entrepreneur. I had my own companies. I was working really hard to be broke, and I didn't want to work real hard to be broke for the rest of my life. You know, we had 200 staff working for us. We had four companies, three different countries, and I was working my butt off. And I had no time for my wife, no time for my God, no time for my savior. And when I got involved in this opportunity, I went to my leader, his name is Andy Maria, and I said, hey, Andy, what do I really have to do when, uh, to make this business work? And why did I do that? Because I'd just been to an event. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a person, I want to research something before I'm going to put my life into it. And I want to research something before I say totally no to it. And so I went along to this event, and I saw all kinds of successful people doing it. So I looked at what are all the benefits, you know, global income, residual income, early retirement, freedom, own yourself, quality products, shop at wholesale, tax benefits, residual income, freedom, all this kind of stuff. And I thought, oh, my gracious me, you must be crazy not to do this thing, right? And so I got really pumped up. So I went to my lead, and I said, okay, yeah, I'm in the situation. I've got four companies, three different countries, 200 staff. I've got no time to go to the bathroom. Uh, what do I actually have to do to build this business? And he said, Louis, what you really need to do is put in 10 hours a week. I said, oh, you must be joking. I'm putting in about 16 hours a day to be broke. And you're telling me 10 hours a week to succeed? 
He said, yeah, it must be genuine time of 10 hours a week. He said, Louis, the best helping hand you'll find is at the end of your arm. Nobody's going to do it for you. You have to take ownership. This is your business. This is your future. And you have to learn to do the simple little basic steps and do them over and over. And you might get another 100 100 no's in a row. But every no is leading you to a yes, and every no is empowering you to master. Go back, sit, say, what should I have said? How should I have said it? When should I have said it? And how should I have answered what they said? And learn to to handle the objections. There's only about nine objections in this opportunity. You know, is this going to saturate? Is it a pyramid scheme? Are the products expensive? You know, so... um, so just learn the little basic questions that people ask and how to answer those questions, master them through repetition, showing the plan, master that through repetition, and I'll tell you what, all of a sudden uh, it starts to flow. Now, something else I discovered in this industry, speed is king. And this is what, when we joined this business, uh, we got really excited about it uh, because I saw the benefits. Now, there's quite a few reasons why I got excited about it. Number one is, I, I had leukemia and I didn't think I'd live much longer and I had no life policy. And when you got leukemia, you can't get a life policy. And I wanted to supply my wife some sort of residual income. So when they told me this business gives you global residual income, I said, this is my way to give my wife and children a, a retirement plan if I die because I didn't think I was going to live much longer. And so I went ballistic and I didn't care what people said. I was going to find people who wanted to retire young, retire rich, own their lives, travel the world, be free, be healthier, have more energy, sleep better, be, you know, have a vibrancy in their life. And I was just going to find people. I knew a lot of people don't want that, but that's their choice. And I'm just going to look for those who want to. And so guess what happened? We went out and we sponsored 10 people a month for about four months. 10 people a month. That 40 in four months set our foundation for life. As a matter of fact, I remember that in our, if I think it was our fifth or sixth month, we already had two Ruby qualifications. And from the day that I joined Laverne in the business, and I just went absolutely gut. We went to Ruby's in those days. It took you uh, three months to go director, and then it took you three months to go Sapphire, and then it took you three months to go uh, 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 one, uh, one Ruby and the three months. So we weren't there yet, but we had the structure for it. And I remember, I, I never forget in our, in our fourth month getting a check of 9000 And I thought, oh, my gracious me, this is unbelievable i took the nine thousand i went and bought myself a brand new toyota four by four turbo diesel and i paid cash for it and i thought oh now you know how old i am can you remember four by fours used to cost nine thousand <laughs> and so that, that was just unbelievable i got so pumped up about that right so yes yeah, so i discovered that speed is king because guess what happens with speed now you are growing. You're getting so many people coming in fast in your business. And we used to do personal starter kits. But we couldn't open all these starter kits because not only uh, were we personally sponsoring people, but our team was because this momentum, this excitement, this enthusiasm, this passion, this motivation was happening in our organization, this ripple effect happening down there, creating a momentum, creating excitement. And I remember one night we had to book a school hall so that everybody could bring their guests in to open their kits. We opened about 45 kits in one night. 
and saw the packs in one night. And we were, at that time, we, was, we hadn't even yet qualified as director because it took three months to become director. And so I remember booking the local school hall in Beacon Bay to, uh, to, to open Sada Packs. And so what I'm saying here, across here, it is exciting when you create the momentum and the excitement because I tell you what, the ripple flows through your organization. Your people start saying, wow, this thing works. They start getting checks. They start getting excited, and they start to do the same in your organization. So, yes, speed is kill, king. This is your business. Take ownership. Look in the mirror. If your business isn't growing, look in the mirror, right? If your business is growing, look in the mirror. That's the cause of it, right? Because you're the head of your organization. I, I love it. Um, Louis, thank you for challenging us to not to make excuses, but instead to own it and take action. Mm -hmm. there's, a great, there's a great book by a Navy SEAL um, that uh, it's, it's the same idea that you've got to own it. That so many people, the problem in America today, and, and it's around the world, it's only, not only America, but I think we may have the greatest challenge, but it's just making excuses. And that's not the pioneering spirit that built this country that, uh, you know, that, that allowed people to overcome incredible challenges. You know, they couldn't point fingers, if only this, if only that, if different president, this, that, or the other. They had to just buckle up, roll up their sleeves, and go out there and take massive action. And uh, when you do that, I love what you said, it creates speed. Um, now, help me understand a little bit more. Talk to us a little bit about this the creative stage like what do you mean by the creative stage well just um these are the basics of the business there's only a few skills you need to learn in this business this is where i want to say thank you so much to laverne she helped me so much in the basics uh, when we when we started this opportunity, uh, setting out the demonstration, uh, she's 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 incredible. Now she's gone on to helping different levels in the business. But at the beginning, she helped me really in the creative stage. In other words, uh, sticking she helped me with my names list. There's only a few basic things you have to do in this opportunity. There's only a few skills you need you really need to learn. Like for example, one is getting a customer. So how do you get a customer? I'm going to tell you one of my first customers I ever got was, uh, and I've never stopped using a system. I was playing tennis one day. We had a tennis court in front of our house, and I was out there playing tennis court, and a lot of local people were, uh, would come and join us on Saturday afternoons. And as I got to, came to the side to pick up a ball, I heard somebody say, I've really been searching for a good detox program. Now, I just listened to a CD. This is why it's so important to listen to CDs or uh, in those days, those tapes, and uh, by Dr. Don Lawson, he's talking about this incredible detox program. So I couldn't wait for the game to end. I don't even think I've tried to win, and I'm, you know, I'm so competitive. I, I just want to get off there. I'm going to get me a customer. This is going to be my first customer. I got so pumped up about this. So guess what happens? I get out there, and I, and I say, all right, one, I, I playing tennis. I'm, I'm working out a plan. I said, I'm going to go and sit next to her, but speak to somebody else on the other side and tell them about a powerful detox. So she's hearing an eavesdrop on what I'm telling somebody else. So I go there and her name is Greta. And so um, I, I, I sit between her and a friend and I tell this friend, I was sitting in the car uh, driving the other day and I was listening to this powerful audio about the most incredible detox program planner. And she says, oh, Louis, I heard that. How do I get this information? I said, you won't believe it. I might even have that tape right in my car right now. And I went and fetched and I gave it to her. She ordered, there was five in the family. She ordered five detox programs. 
full 30-day detox program. And I thought, wow, the power of third party, the power of taking me out the picture. I just gave them a CD, go and listen to this, or gave them a tape, go and listen to this. They came back and put in the five 30-day detox programs. I was blown away, and I have never stopped. So today, I meet somebody in Vegas. Guess what I do? I've got my CDs with me, and I give them CDs. So, uh, it's so, so that is my first customer. So sticking to the basics, <clears throat> there's, you need to understand 25% of your time should be in starting conversations, meeting new people. Depending where your le level of your business is, ours is slightly different now. We spend more time helping people. But in your initial stages in the business, I would say until you are about a three Ruby director, this is what you should be doing. 25% uh, of your time in finding new people, starting conversations, sticking out your hand, collecting contacts, uh, you know, just loving on people. 25% of your t time should be on follow-up and showing the plan. Now, the plan today has changed so much because you can do it on Zoom. You can meet somebody uh, on the internet and you can do a Zoom call into London or wherever. You don't have to go there. Where previously, we spent so much time traveling to go and show the plan. So follow-up and showing the plan. And what is following up? Should, could be sending them links. It could be sending them videos, it could be getting them on Facebook, it could be, there's so many different parts of this follow-up process over here, learning the scripts and sending in the right scripts and writing scripts and all that kind of stuff. And then 25% of, the, of your time should be in closing the deal. This is uh, the, the getting them to become a promoter or uh, getting them to, uh, showing them the getting started meeting, which is most probably the most important part of your business. Because if somebody is not seeing a getting started meeting, they're not getting started properly, and therefore they're not going to learn the foundation part of this business. This is a part of the business where you teach people to crawl, to sit up, to eat their food and things like that. So you want to make sure that the getting started meeting is, uh, is absolutely vital and should be about an hour and a half long, should be minimum hour and a half to two and a half hours. The next thing over here is, um, I want to say uh, the, the next part of the program is the next 25% is now empowering others to succeed. And what is that? Doing three-way calls for your organization, uh, doing in-home meetings for your organization. So that will take about 100% of your hours. Of course, that's just a rough idea. Depending what level you are, you might want to spend more. If you're brand new and you've got nobody to help you, take that top last 25% and you put it into the beginning 25%, meeting people, making your names list, and getting yourself organized across there. So, uh, so, so your foundational things to get this business going, number one is starting conversation, talking to people, meeting people. Number two over there, and and. You want to understand that you, you might not only be uh, approaching people for the product, you're also approaching for, them the, for the opportunity. You know, um, a lot of people are hurting financially today. We have to be so careful to think that we're only a product company. We're living in a time where people are desperate about their jobs. They're desperate about their futures. People are in debt to their ears. There's most probably more terrifying problems against finances than there are against health right now. So we in the time over here, we have to think, hey, um, we need to balance our approach system to business and nutrition. As you heard, I met, I met this chap at the, 
uh, restaurant and I approached him with the business. But guess what? I met somebody at the dentist the other day. She works for the dentist there. And I approached her with a nutrition. But my closing statement for her, she was very interested in nutrition. I've already sent her some links. But my closing statement to her is, do you have children? She said, yeah, I've got two at home. I said, would you like to be able to stay at home with them? She said, yes. I said, would you like to see an opportunity that could do that? She said, now there's other staff employees around. And this is what she says to me. Tell me now. Don't leave. Tell me now. Um, and she says, so what I'm saying over here, and I don't know what her job is, but she's the one who puts the teeth. She, she might even be a dentist. I'm not even sure what her job is. Right? But anyway, so all I'm saying across here is that really opened my, my, mind because, and my eyes because I was meeting with a product, and she just to drop an idea, hey, would you like to spend more time with your family? She says, tell me now. Don't leave. Tell me now. So there's a lot of people out there desperate for their futures, and she's one of these people who won't get the jab. I should not say that. Anyway, she won't get it. So she <laughs> – I need to put my foot in. Okay, so you want to build relationships. So these are the foundational thing in this business is starting the conversation, building the relationship, building the trust, Boarding the friendship, this business, you know, a lot of people say, hey, you know what, I've got me another one. No, no, that's not how you build the business. I look at this business as long term. Uh, I, I build this, I, I look at this business, hey, if I sponsor somebody, all it's done is cost me some time. But if I get them successful, what it's going to do is create me a residual income. There's a massive thinking, my different thinking in my brain. I always see these people say, wow, I did a three study. I'm so pumped up. I got me another three and nothing happens. I said, you don't understand this business. This business is not about closing the deal. I mean, when I joined this business, there was a this tendency, your pen or my pen, get the credit card out of there, make them sign the deal. And I said, Laverne, I'm not going to build a business like that because I'm in a long-term relationship. I want to see these people in 10, 20, 30 years' time building massive organizations. And so, so, uh, so to me, I want to love on these people. I want to be their friend. I want to serve them. I want them to know they can trust me. I want them to know that in every decision, I'm going to make sure that they benefit. You know, I'll give you a story back happened in, in South Africa. Uh, one of my distributors, he kept on taking products from me, and I didn't know he was going insolvent. And he's selling his products, and he was living on this. And he, he was brand new. And after, he had taken thousands. I'm telling you thousands. Um, of, uh, of dollars worth of stuff. And that's when I said to my wife, we can't supply him anymore. Uh, you know, we're getting broke this way. And so I said to him, hey, uh, no more products until you pay us back. Well, he, I didn't see him for about three months, and he was a really good man, a really good man, high-flying businessman. And then, uh, then I heard he went, went insolvent and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, I, I phoned him one day and I said, hey, uh, I so apologize for letting you take those products without paying for them. Can you forgive me for that? He said, what do you mean? I said, uh, this is a cash company. I should never have done that to you. And you should have been buying from the company. You shouldn't have been buying products from me. I said, can you forgive me for going against the company system? And he was still not understand what I'm saying. I said, you owe me no money. You owe me no money. You, that, that is a write-off that I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done it. And so I said, come back, and the, and the debt is clean. Today, from that man, we have got businesses in 11 countries around the world. So what I'm saying, I could have uh, beaten him up, thrown him out the business, and lost him, but because I was looking long-term, incredible potential, incredible man, short-term, I lost a lot of money, long-term, I gained a fortune. 
And so a lot of us, what we try and do, we, we look short term, we, we have somebody qualifying below us. And now it's cutting us off, so we're not getting a car bonus or something. So guess what we do? We cut them off. And I know that's happened in the USA. I know plenty of people in my organization done that in the USA. And it's broken my heart because those people have quit the business. And this is quite a common thing. We have to be so careful of, uh, you know, cutting our nose off to spite our face. We always have to think long term in this opportunity. In every decision we make, what is right, just, and fair for the other person, because that will always come back to us tenfold. So always set the example in every decision that you make. Wow. Louis, we've got a lot of great feedback um, over there uh, on the uh, Facebook feed, and I want to ask everybody, just continue. We want to see these comments just uh, continue to add up. Uh, we we want to get over 100, 200 comments. Um, so uh, keep on sharing your feedback. Get to the keyboard. Let us know how it's encouraged you. That also helps um, the word get out to everyone in this community that, hey, there was a call today. Um, tag your team. If you don't see them listening, I mean, this is the kind of call they all need to hear. Jamie Summers, who came over from uh, Advocare, um, said, wow, amazing perspective. She, uh, she's had a couple comments throughout it. Um, loving it. Kristen Bailey says, this is so great. Um, Chris said, uh, I got a question for you as we wrap this thing up. Um, Chris said that she was bold and she uh, went to the health food store and uh, she talked to somebody there. And, um, you know, that, that's great. You know, we don't, we don't get everybody. Like Louie said, you just keep playing the seat. But she said the guy said, um, oh, I hate those. Uh, she asked something about um, ever heard of Neolife. For, and um, the person said, well, I, yeah, I hate those pyramid schemes. Um, and, then, you know, so people are so uneducated. Sometimes they, they think that the products would be more with the network marketing company when actually um, it's, it's less. It costs less to get it out in the marketplace um, when you're using direct uh, sales model. Now, of course, there are plenty of companies out there with y'all junk, junk products where they slap a fancy label and it's a junk product and um, all that's there is profit. It's actually a piece of junk. Um, there's too much of that, but that's true of everything in the industry. I mean, I find that, you know, go shopping, I, I find that, right? But Louie, can you comment on, she was a little bit, um, little bit discouraged. She said she wished she had never said anything. She said, I wish I'd never said anything because she was so, you know, it was hurt by that response of, oh, it's one of those pyramid things. So um, you mentioned that. You want to have a, an answer for that. What, what would you say to that? What might encourage her? Okay, so first of all, you know, there's two ways you could handle that. And the first way is uh, the Word of God teaches us, you know, uh, to dust your feet off and get away from people who've got thinking, thinking. And so... Uh, so that could be the one way to do it. The other way, because you don't want to catch the bad disease. Uh, but the other way to do it is to, hey, um, who, who earns more at this company, the boss or you? And just shut up. And then it says, well, of course, my boss. And say, so, hey, does your boss's boss earn more than him and you? And of course he does, right? So, hey, so this is a permit scheme. The only way you can make more is by taking your boss's place. And so where we are, the, the person who does the work earns the money, and you can overtake the people above you. Uh, so this is not a pyramid scheme. Companies are normally pyramid schemes. So that is one way you can do it. Uh, so, so what you can also uh, say in a situation like that, in our kind of industry, uh, we, we uh, move products from the manufacturer to the consumer, cutting out all the middlemen, so we can get real quality at a ridiculously uh, good price, 
And I'm the kind of person who loves to save money uh, by using quality. I lo- I'm the kind of person who wants to rather pay less for better quality than pay more for trash. So, so uh, there are ways of overcoming it. Uh, but, you know, quite often to, in a situation like that, to, um, to try in a store when there's people around, things like that, it's not the right environment to try and explain the difference between a permit scheme and network marketing and companies and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, would, I would just say uh, something like, well, I'm just so blessed they've got the best products on planet Earth published in peer-reviewed medical journals. And maybe sometime I will uh, enlighten you on that topic or something like that. But really, I wouldn't even enhance it further. Uh, the key is that he has to build the relationship. He's got a bad, he's a bad impression of this kind of industry. Eric Worry says what you should say to a person like that. He says, oh, you had a bad experience. Tell me about it. Get the yeah. person talking. So, yeah. so that's what Eric Worry says. Hey, you had a bad experience. Tell me about it, and the person will say, you know what, uh, you know, I bought these products and they never work, whatever, say. And then you can yeah. know it's a product experience. Now you can get an example of the most incredible products, or I joined this company and they closed down six months later. Now you can get an example, this company's been around since 1958 and operates in over 50 countries across the world. So you always have to find out what was his bad experience, because you can't convince somebody if you don't know what their bad experience is. So that's very, very important. So the next thing I want to say over here, uh, seen we closing, Doc. Shall we closing now? Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and, wrap it up. Okay. It's been great. I don't really the, want to end it. I want to keep going, but I guess we should. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, uh, the most important thing in this business to empower your people to succeed is prove it works. Now, what am I trying to say over there? If you're a manager and you're getting new people on the roof, how do you show your people works? You've got a senior manager. If you're a senior manager, it's not about helping us. Too many of us become directors, become sapphires, now we manage our organization. No, no, the best way to help your business grow, the best way to prove your people as this industry works, the best way to help them take the next step is you take your next step. You grow. You build a solid business. And by doing so, guess what? You're proving to others that, hey, if they do what you did, they could succeed. And so it's very, very important across in this industry across here is that uh, you, uh, you set the example, you do what needs to be done, you, you create a vacancy be- behind you that people can come up into your level. Let's say, for example, I was, I was Sapphire today, and I've got uh, all these Sapphires down. Guess what? The, uh, you know, I'm not creating a vacancy. I need to move up. So others can go sapphire. So uh, I can't wait for there to be a bunch of two rubies, uh, two diamonds underneath me that I have to move up. I can't wait for that. Right? That'll be very exciting. So what am I? What am I saying to you across there? Is you need to set the example. You need to take ownership. This is your business. Nobody can do it for you. I try to do this for people back in Africa. I remember my sister. I love her very much, and I wanted to help her build the business. And I worked with her for months. And guess what happened? The minute I stopped helping her, her business went down from uh, down back. Uh, she stopped qualifying in the status again. So you can't do it for anybody. It's like going to the bathroom. You have to do it for yourself. Thank you so much, Josh. <laughs> Thank you, Louie. Wow. Well, please stay with me for a moment. I'd love to get um, a quick a quick video for able to in the um, the ideal business uh, before you have to run. Um, thank you so much for being here, folks. Wasn't this absolutely amazing? Tag your team into uh, the re- the recording. Of course, they can listen to the podcast uh, on the Neil Life podcast. But it's so much better to watch this live, where you can take notes. Not say live, actually watch the video. We can take notes. Jot it down, rewind it, take some more 
Um, this has been amazing. Thank you so much, Louie. And uh, folks, speaking of the, uh, the price of the products, you know, there's a video that uh, was done a long time ago by Tim Sales called Brilliant Compensation. You can Google that and watch that. He does an amazing job of breaking down how it's done right. Um, absolutely, uh, the products are not, not more expensive at all. Um, it's the opposite. So anyway, Louie, I love your, your answers. Everybody's commenting, saying that was so helpful to them. So thank you. And, and when you mentioned um, about asking a question, oh, you must have had a bad experience, um, you know, and not jumping to conclusions. Boy, I, I think about when I did that. I, had a, I was showing a U.S. Senate candidate was visiting our church, and she said, oh, do you do one of those multi-level marketing things? And uh, this was like 10 years ago. And whenever they use that term, I get a little bit, uh, I got a little bit, you know, nervous. And I was like, oh, I said, um, ma'am, no, it's, um, we are, I forget what I said. I started just running off at the mouth, okay, and uh, trying to explain as if, you know, thinking there was a, something I had to explain. And, and then after, she didn't say nothing. She just heard me act like a fool. And then after church, we were walking out in the parking lot, and she said, oh, by the way, the reason why I asked you earlier about if you do multi-level marketing, is I love that business model. She's like, you know, it's just a great business model. When my husband gets through running for U.S. Senate, she said, I'm going to get back to building my business. And I went, you idiot, Josh. You know better than that. You should have asked a question to understand where she was coming from. So anyway, oh, my goodness. Gracious. Louie, yeah. I wish I had heard this lesson beforehand. Slow down, ask questions. What do you mean by that? Sounds like you've have you had a different experience. <laughs> What's been your experience? Anyway, okay. We'll wrap this up. Folks, I want to encourage you, take advantage of the holiday specials. You know, go build some momentum in your business. Louie, isn't that amazing? Is that so generous or what? Crazy, oh, right? Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely incredible. I mean, that, that we're all, all of us are going to start putting cream on our face, as Louie likes to say. I love it. Okay. All right, we're going to wrap this up, close it down. I'll see you next week. I've got some, um, some breaking news to share with you. Make it a super, ultra awesome, fantastic one. Let's make this the best quarter ever and set ourselves up for our best year ever. Thank you, folks.